0: Hello, my love, and thank you so much for tuning into the Soulful Self-Love Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. My name's Carly and I'm your host. I'm a business and mindset mentor. I specialize in guiding women, taking their businesses from barely surviving to thriving, moving from scattered and confused into a place of crystal clear clarity and laser focus on who you are, who you're meant to work with and what it is that you bring to the world. I hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. My new intro is being recorded as we speak. So, excuse the backyard job, but you're in for a treat today. So, strap in and enjoy the show. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of the Soulful Self Love Podcast. It's Carly here bringing you episode number 60. Six zero, baby. And tonight, today, this morning, whatever I'm saying tonight, because it's night <laughs> for me as I'm recording, I am going to talk, I'm going to take it in a bit of a different direction and I'm going to talk all about what I've learned from supposed failure, in air quotes, if you could see me, you'd see me doing air quotes, <laughs> failure in business. And I feel like this is a really important topic because everywhere we look there's people like you know shouting out about how well they're doing in business and that it's so easy and and you can have what I am having just DM me sort of thing I, I feel like it's really important to take it back a notch and just get totally real and that's what this podcast is about it's all about getting real talking about exactly what's happening being a bit vulnerable you know and and sharing in a way that I don't get to share on, on socials because it's just such a different platform. So I, the last couple of weeks, I haven't been recording live as if you have listened to the last couple of ep- episodes, you would know. And I, well, no, sorry, last week I did, but a couple of weeks before I didn't. Um, But yeah, I, I've been feeling kind of heavy. It's like, there's been a bit of a cloud hanging over me just with all the goings on in the world at the moment. I'm not going down that track tonight. This is going to be such a, a insanely juicy and valuable podcast, right? So I'm not going to like taint it with what's going on in the world, but I have been feeling heavy and with that heaviness, sometimes comes that, you know, that, that little bit more of a challenge to show up in the way that we want to show up. And I just want to acknowledge if anybody out there is feeling that way at the moment, it's okay. Okay be kind to yourself, be gentle, be compassionate and meet yourself where you're at. And that's exactly what I did the last couple of weeks, particularly around the podcast was I I just acknowledged where I was at. And, you know, one of the big things for me right now is around content and creating content with passion and creating content that lights you up and doing it in a way that feels good for you. In fact, on Tuesday, which is The 3rd of August, I am going live in my Facebook group and I'm going to talk all about creating content. Okay, the event is called Content Creation on Fire, F I Y A H, Fire, (laughs) right? And it's a totally free masterclass. I'm showing up in this group now once a week to deliver you guys some really valuable content around your business. And like last week, I talked all about why it's so important that you understand who your ideal client is early on in your business. And yeah, tomorrow we're talking all about creating content. So I'm not going to like give too many spoilers away, but I'm really in this place where like if I cannot sit down and create content from my heart, create content that feels good, that flows, that feels aligned for me, then I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not in the vibe of forcing something just because I feel like I have to. Because I feel like I have to show up because I feel like people expect me to show up or because, you know, if I want to grow my business, I have to show up, you know, on the dot all the time and, and do so pretending that I'm feeling amazing. I'm not in that place anymore. And I just want you to know that if you're, you know, if you are struggling with showing up or if you're feeling a little bit heavy, it's okay to take a little bit of time out. It's perfectly okay to meet yourself where you're at, take some time out if you need it, but then choose, choose how long you're going to stay there. I only had this conversation with a client last week. She was having a, having a rough week. Like she was locked down in, in her caravan for, for a while. I think it was, it was shorter than, than the expected time, but she was still locked down in her caravan for like a week. And we spoke all about it. We dug around what she was feeling And she allowed herself to take some time out of her business, like to just not show up because what she was finding that she was doing, and I've been in this position before too, is it's like, oh God, I'm I'm really not here for this today, but I have to do, I have to at least do a post and I have to at least respond to these messages, right? And by doing that, we're not actually giving ourselves that time that we so badly need to take away from the business or whatever it is in life. And just allow ourselves to replenish. And, and what she did was she took a couple of days off. I think it was two or three days where she just didn't even like question herself. She got rid of the shoulds. Have to was not in her vocabula- cap- vocabulary for those couple of days. She just allowed herself to just be. And you know what? When she went back into her business on the Monday, she was so lit up and she was so excited. And she, I think she did a video or a post and you could just feel the energy. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the masterclass tomorrow on Tuesday um, around how our energy doesn't lie. People can feel you and they can feel you through your typed text in your Instagram posts, they can feel you through your videos, through your content, through your podcasts. If your energy isn't feeling like it's where it should be, either just take some time out or do the things that you know are going to help you get your energy back to that point. And yeah, I'm not going to go too much more into that, but I just want you to know that it's okay. Meet yourself where you're at, acknowledge it, honor it, and take whatever time out you need and then get back into it, get on with it, but do so feeling lit up, do so feeling like you're back in alignment and you're back running this beautiful on purpose business. So there you go. That's my little intro for today. (laughs) So today, so look, and you know what, this ties in really perfectly. It's funny how like my intros always unconsciously seem to really tie in with, with what I'm going to talk about. This, this is a lesson a really big lesson that I've learned in business. And it wasn't actually on my list, I don't think, but how perfect anyway. um, So as I said, I really wanted to talk a little bit about my own journey in business and some of the moments that I've had where it's just been like, Carly, what the fuck are you doing? Are you even like, are you even cut out for this? Is this meant for you? Or is this just meant for other people who have, you know, got their shit together a bit more than you? and as i said i want to want to share about this journey of mine because i feel like it's so important if you if you're struggling in business and maybe you're you're new to your business and you're just like okay what the fuck do i do now <laughs> or maybe you've been in your business for a little while and you've just been winging it maybe you haven't even started yet and you want to come along for the ride and this information is going to serve you anyway So enjoy, enjoy what I'm about to, what I'm about to talk to you about, because it's really important. And yeah, so, so my journey in business has been anything but linear. It's not been just a, you know, straight, a little uphill trajectory, if that's the right word. It's it's not been anything like that. There's been peaks, there's been troughs, there's been highs, there's been lows. There's been moments where I've wanted to literally just pack it all in because it's felt too hard. There have been moments where I thought that I was going to have to get a part-time job because I didn't know where my next dollar was going to come from. There have been moments where I didn't know whether we were going to be able to pay the gas bill in one lump sum or whether we were going to have to go on a fucking payment plan. And my husband has a full-time job and he works very hard and he's also starting his own sort of started his own little hobby business on the side. And going through some of these peaks and troughs, I've really witnessed how much pressure it's put on him at times. And when you can see that in your significant other, especially, you know, I know my, from my point of view, I I'm a mom and I I'm home with my daughter every day and it was a really important thing for me to, to be able to contribute. Like obviously amongst all the other things that have come with me starting and diving into this beautiful soulful business that I'm creating. But one of the big things for me has been being able to contribute. And there were times where I was just riddled with guilt about not, it was like, I felt like I wasn't pulling my own weight, which I know is not true because I have a toddler and that's a full-time job in itself, right? Mamas, you hear me? (laughs) But there have been moments where I have woken up in the middle of the night. This was quite a few months ago now. This is probably last year, late last year. But woken up in the middle of the night with worry about, about money, with worry about not having signed a new client for a while and just feeling that deep sense of lack, that deep sense of, I just don't know how this is going to change. So if you're feeling like that, or if you have felt like that in the past, or maybe you're not, you're not quite feeling like that, but maybe you are sort of feeling the pinch. then I really hope that this episode serves you. And Instagram is just, it's flooded with coaches. It's flooded with coaches preaching, you know, six figure years, 10K months, and you can have it all, you can do it all, and you can, you can do it easy, right? It gets to be easy. You get to choose. You can have it all with grace and ease, right? And yes, I, while I do believe that, yes, you do get to have it all, all right? You are your only limit. You get to have it all, and it can be as easy and as graceful as you choose for it to be. But there is also this deep need and this deep desire for me to just be totally real with you guys right now about how it has been for me. Because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of any business, any social media account for that matter. Even if you're not in business and you're comparing yourself to the mum who bounced back again in air quotes from her from her baby within within two months, right? There's There's a lesson in this for all of us. And Instagram is not what it seems. Facebook is not what it seems. That's a highlight reel. And we all know that, right? We know this. But I understand how we can sometimes get lost in it. We're scrolling through and we're seeing these pictures and and some of us, we're on our phones a fucking lot. We're on our phones a big chunk of the day. And that becomes our reality. So we need to be a little bit careful with that. So yes, I believe that we get to have it all. You are your only limit, right? But I think that when when people sort of share a lot about their business and they share that their business is doing so well and I've got I'm having 10K months and X, Y, Z, I'm booked out, I've got a wait list for my coaching and and all of these amazing things, I feel like it gives that impression that like that it just starts off that way. That you're gonna decide to go into business and You wake up the next morning and you're an overnight success. But that is rarely the case for most people. And I know that like I went into business, like I I went into, (laughs) into business when Layla was, gosh, I can't even remember now, probably what is she now? She's, she's two. So she was just, she was one just under maybe just under one and Like I knew it was going to be a business. There was gonna gonna be a period of me building and and so on. But you know there were there were late nights and there still are late nights sometimes. There's the juggling business with babies, business with toddlers, business with family, business with being a wife. There's all of those things. There's that feeling and that sense of frustration when you launch something and it doesn't go to plan. It's just crickets. And that worry, as I talked about before, that feeling of like waking up during the night, worrying about money, worrying about where the next client was going to come from. And then feeling that stress and that overwhelm. And then that, oh, my God, I've got to take action. I have to do something. And there's that desperation because we're acting out of lack. And I know that it doesn't start like this for everyone. There's not always these feelings. Okay. But what we do really need to be mindful of is we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know how much somebody has been through to get themselves to that point where they're making $10,000 months or they've made their first six figures. We don't know the struggles or the challenges or the, the obstacles that they've gotten over. We don't know how much time someone's putting in on their business. We don't know how much they've financially invested in themselves in mentorship, in programs, right? We don't don't know any of that. So it's unreasonable, it's unfair, and it's unrealistic to compare yourself and your journey to anyone else's. And I will tell you, early on in my business for probably like the first year, I don't know, maybe, yeah, it was probably the first year. It was up until like late last year. Well, earlier this year, I felt like I'd failed. Like, I honestly, as I said, I went in, I went in like, you know, knowing that it was going to be running a business, but I really thought it was going to be easy. I, I knew that I was an incredible coach. And I knew that I had all of this really, really valuable experience from my corporate world and another life that was going to be able to set me apart. And it was like, I, I just had this knowing that it was what I was meant to be doing. So I was like, it's all going to fall into place, it's going to be fucking perfect. And so I got started. I'd never had any business experience before. I knew how to coach people in terms of having a a one-to-one conversation or running, you know, a group program. I knew how to do all that. But I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know how to market myself or to even use social media effectively to be able to speak to my ideal client I I didn't even know who the fuck my ideal client was and I didn't know how important that was so I spent all this time flailing about and when I say that I literally imagine myself in this really really deep water just flailing my arms about trying to keep my head above the water I was just I was literally just winging it I was inconsistent. My message was unclear. It was skewed. My message was changing from some, at some points, it was changing from week to week because I was so unsure of myself. It was like I would try something, excuse me, I would try something and then it wouldn't go the way that I wanted after like a week, (laughs) impatient. So then I would try something else. And I, w- I would keep doing that. I got myself into this cycle where I was just like trying one thing over and over. Oh, sorry, not one thing, but one thing after another, right? And co- it was like I was constantly trying to find that one thing that would work, but I never gave anything the opportunity to work. I didn't allow myself to stick with something and to repeat it because I was. It was like I was desperate. I was acting out of lack. I was acting out of fear. I was acting out of like, there's not enough. And that's exactly how my energy showed up. So it wasn't until I had hired my first coach on a long-term basis, like I, <laughs> look, I, I tried to do things cost effectively within that first year, I suppose. And I would do like some one-to-one sessions, but I never invested in a coaching package. Never invested in a coaching package. But when I finally did, and I I really, this was probably like, that was a really key turning point for me because I had no idea how I was going to pay for it. I just signed up for the three monthly payments of, I think they were like, uh, just over a thousand dollars a month. I signed up for it and I was like, I'm just trusting that this is going to help me. And what I really learned from that experience, my coach was beautiful. She was wonderful. What I really most learned from that experience was I learned that if I wanted to make it in business, that I needed to be more than a coach. I needed to, to sell I needed to get out of my comfort zone. I needed to do the things that, that scared me. I needed to show up more consistently. I needed to wear all the hats, right? And it's like, it's often said about, um, about entrepreneurs is that they're literally, they, they, you gotta wear all the hats until you're at a point where you don't. So I was a virtual assistant. I was the admin girl. I was the cleaner. <laughs> Finances, right? Everything. Selling. Selling was a big thing for me. And it was like, I, I was very big on the energy work back then. And I was like, look, you know what? I'm just going to trust that if I put it out there, the right people are going to show up. <laughs> Peace, right? They didn't. They didn't show up because I needed to be doing more. I needed to be taking more action. And I needed to start really working on my own mindset. So uh, continuously, like, and that is still ongoing for me. But I really needed to start breaking down some of the barriers that were holding me back. Like what was stopping me from showing up and selling? What was stopping me from believing that I was good enough? What was stopping me from believing that I was fucking worthy? So I needed to do that mindset work, which I did, I started to do back then. And I was also going to have to implement some strategy. As I said, I'd been resisting that. I was very much all about the energy. Thinking that, you know, people are just going to come, they're going to be drawn to me, they'll be attracted to me. But I needed to pair the energy with some inspired action. And then things started to to, started to fall into place a little bit more. And then I did NLP and I did my master's. And, and yeah, that's when things really started to change. That's when I actually started signing my first long-term clients. Up until that point, I was just, I was still, uh, I still had this fear around putting myself out there and around being rejected and all of that really helpful stuff when you're running a business, right? (laughs) And so I was only working with, with people for, um, for one month at a time. And I was charging like, I think it was $300 for a month, which was one call every week. So there were four calls access to me during sessions. So I really wasn't honoring myself, honoring my worth and even honoring my clients because when we make a substantial investment into ourselves, we're going to see more results because we're going to be more committed. And so by offering my services at such a, like a low rate, I was really just attracting clients who weren't all that serious about making the changes that they needed to make. They weren't really all that invested in themselves. So that was a really, really interesting learning. So after doing NLP, especially doing my masters, that really just kind of helped me show up in a much more authentic way that just allowed me to break down whatever was holding me back from just really, truly being myself. And that was February this year. And after that, things really started to started to change. And I met Rachel, my Embody Her business partner, and we started doing all of these incredible, amazing things together. But even still, I, I just couldn't settle. It was like I wasn't feeling aligned with what I was teaching and with what I was sharing. And as a result, it was like I was, I was repelling clients instead of attracting them. So nothing else had, had really changed, but my energy just wasn't behind what I was offering anymore. I wanted so badly to move into business coaching. Like I really wanted to move into business coaching, but there was that imposter syndrome You know, I kept telling myself, well, Carly, you don't know enough about this yet. Not far enough ahead yet. And then as a result, every time I would like venture out and start sharing something about business coaching, it was like, I quickly pulled myself back in. I would sabotage myself and I would be like, it's safer just sticking with what you know, Carly. But I still wasn't attracting clients. So that was a really big, like alarm bell for me to start tuning into my heart. Or to start following my heart because I was tuning into what I wanted to do, but I was ignoring it. So That was a very powerful lesson. And I decided, I was like, business, like right now, working with women who are new to their business or who are struggling with their business, that's my fucking jam. That is my passion. So to alleviate that imposter syndrome, yes, I did some mindset work, but do you know what else I did? I chose to immerse myself into that world. I chose to learn all that I could about the foundations and about the early stages of creating a successful business. Especially around getting clear, using your authentic voice and creating irresistible offers and programs for your clients. I started to really heavily invest in myself at this point. I started to learn all I could from women who are making millions of dollars. Because to me, I want to be learning from somebody who's doing what I want to do. I want to be learning from people who I know are making an impact on the world. And who are doing it, you know, with alignment and with flow and who are just fucking loving it, loving it sick. They're loving what they're doing sick. That is so important to me. So I kept investing and I kept learning and I embodied what I was learning. I embodied it. I implemented all of the things into my own business. So it was like, I'd had this calling in my heart, which was saying, Carly, go and do, do be, be a business coach. <laughs> Can't even get that out. Carly, go and be a business coach. Right. And it was like, I could have either chosen to ignore it and keep just trying to push on with what I knew where I wasn't feeling fulfilled and I wasn't feeling lit up and I wasn't attracting my soulmate clients. I could educate myself on something new, something that lights me up, something that I wanted to just sit in the office until 11pm at night learning and doing. And that's what I did. And you know what? That was the best decision that I ever made. Because for such a long time, like I just couldn't understand why things weren't working out for me. I couldn't understand why I was failing. The thing is, I wasn't actually failing. It was like the universe was saying to me and and kept nudging me and eventually had to whack me over the head with it. It was saying, Carly, this isn't your path right now. That's your path. That's what's lighting you up. You know what your heart's saying? Go and do that. And the moment that I did that, things really, really shifted. Rachel and I started doing more business coaching together, which was incredible. I, I created $10,000 in a month for the first time, which I was so over the moon about. And I had two separate weeks where I think there was like $7,200 in one week and $7,100 in another week, not in the same month. started to attract clients who I just cannot get enough of and I I just want to talk to them all day and I do like we're always in each other's dms talking and chatting because they're my people and that happened because I spent the time getting really clear on what I wanted tuning in and, and actually listening to what my heart was saying and following it so this you can take in any area of your life, whether you're in business or not. The heart is the path of least resistance. It might not feel like that at the time because we allow our heads to get in the way and say, oh, but what if it doesn't work? What if this? What if that? It's safer to do the other thing. And that's our ego. The ego wants to protect us. The ego is there to keep us small so that we, you know, we don't put ourselves in danger. The heart knows what we really want. The heart knows where to lead us. The heart won't lead us anywhere that we aren't capable of of handling. I'm not saying that it's always going to be easy because sometimes it does feel challenging and sometimes you do question yourself, that mind again. The mind questions where you're going, what you're doing because it doesn't always make sense. But the biggest lesson that I've learned is to follow your heart, follow my heart and just just trust. I can't say it any simpler than that, but everything has changed for me in these last few months. I now have a business where I'm making more money than I ever thought was possible. And I know I'm only just getting started with that. As I said, I am attracting the most incredible people into my space. People that I I just cannot wait to jump on calls and work with. Women who I can't wait to help them work through their business and work through their challenges and watch them show up in their power. It's truly the most rewarding experience. And I wouldn't have found this had I not had this so-called failure early on. Failure is just feedback. This is one of their NLP presuppositions is failure is is there is no failure there is only feedback. So failure when something doesn't go the way that we want it to go or the way we expect it to go, that's simply an opportunity to check in, check in with your heart. Was it really aligned? I know that every time I have like failed or not got as many people as I had hoped into a program or into a, you know, into a coaching program, it's because it wasn't aligned for me. It's because I wasn't like lit up by what I was going to be teaching or what I was going to be guiding them through. I finally see that now. Whereas when I talk to women about business, I just, I cannot wait Like there is nothing that excites me more. There is nothing that excites me more than sitting down with somebody and helping them go through all of their, the offers, their offers for their potential clients and helping them, you know, um, put together like a product suite or an office, office, (laughs) offer suite, helping them develop a content plan and put some strategy around how they're showing up on social media. Like that is fucking exciting for me. When I was working with women around worthiness and self-love and all that stuff, like, yeah, it was really rewarding when I would see the transformation, but I never, I was never able to really truly show up to calls with the energy that I can now. And that's because I'm doing what I love. Ah, what valuable lessons. There's a couple more lessons that I want to share with you guys as well. Some of these I've probably already touched on but I'm, I'm going to go through them anyway. Um, number one, business isn't linear. So yes, I've already touched on this. So it, it's not always going to go the way that you hope or the way that you plan. And that is okay. There's a reason for everything. I'm a big believer in that. And we're exactly where we're meant to be. And everything comes to us and everything happens for us or as us in divine time. And often when things don't go the way that, they're, that we want them to go, that we think we should, they should go, that's us trying to control the situation, which we have no control over, but it's also because there is something that's far better for you and far more aligned and more like meant for you. So I never would have imagined that I'd have my own business right now that I am just absolutely loving and that is profiting and that is just lighting me up in every single way. But to have also co-founded a second business with my dream business partner, like that was never something that had crossed my mind, but it happened and it happened for a reason. It happened because I finally trusted the nudges and I finally allowed myself to get into alignment. So the second lesson is the energy work. Yes, that is a must. But... It's got to be paired with inspired action. So I don't feel like it's enough to just kind of hope that you can put out a post and the right people are going to see it and they're going to come to you and they're going to ask you about how they can work with you. It doesn't work that way in my experience. We've got to be showing up. We've got to be consistent. We've got to be taking action and we've got to be taking action that feels good for us. Because our energy doesn't lie, right? Remember, our energy doesn't lie. And if we're showing up on a video because we feel like we have to or I've got to, I have to talk about something, you know, it's going to show through. And I know I've done that before in the past. And sometimes I look back on those videos or those posts and I'm like, oh, God, cringe. Because I just feel that lack energy, that mentality of there not being enough, that fear, If I feel that, then my audience has felt that too. Number three, which I haven't really touched on yet, is that perfection has to go out the window. (laughs) Done is always better than perfect. Messy inspired action taken now is far better than this perfectly, supposedly perfectly manicured action, you know, that takes us a few months to get out, to get something out or to get a result. Or in some cases, we never get it out because it's just never perfect enough. Perfection is, is a way that we sabotage ourselves. So if you're waiting for things to be perfect, just check in. What are you sabotaging yourself from? So if we can surrender that need to be perfect, then we can achieve so much more. And... That doesn't mean that we go out and go out like sloppy and and deliver sloppy programs or sloppy posts or anything like that. But this comes back to following what's in our heart, tuning in with what's in our heart and allowing our heart to guide us and understanding that whatever is coming up is coming up for the most perfect reason. And if we just follow that, take inspired action, messy action is okay. All right. It, messy action is beautiful, but it doesn't mean that we go out half-assed. It doesn't mean that we we deliver half-assed for our clients because when our clients are investing in us, and when I say investing, I mean they're, they're either financially investing in us or they're investing in their, themselves, but you know, to us, but they're also investing their time. So when somebody reads a post or when somebody is listening to a podcast like you're listening to right now, I'm very well aware of the fact that you're investing your time in this right now. And you could choose to use your time on anything, but you're choosing to invest your time in this podcast right now. And that doesn't go unnoticed for me. Like I am, I am grateful every single day that you're tuning in. It's the same with our posts. You know, when we put out a post on Instagram, if your audience read it, they're taking the time to read it. So make it worth their while, okay? Number four, which I've touched on, so there is no such thing as failing. The, the only failure, right? The only failure is if we give up. If, if I choose to stop, if I choose to just n- not work for the impact, for the connection, for the income and for the transformations that I desire, then that's failure. But if I show up, if you show up for your audience, and if you take action that feels good for you, you cannot fail, but you can receive feedback. And sometimes you receive feedback that says that was absolutely phenomenal, you nailed it. And other times you receive feedback that says, try this next time. or that didn't really, really work all that well. Let's tweak it. There is no such thing as failure. And last but not least, number five, there can be all the reasons and all the excuses in the world why you shouldn't start a business, why you shouldn't follow what you really want or why you shouldn't pivot if that's in your heart. There's all the reasons in the world why not to do it. But if you allow yourself to give into those fears and to give into those excuses and those reasons... Are you ever going to get to create the life and the business that you truly, truly desire? This is one that has really stuck with me. There have been many times where I've felt like I just want to give up. It feels too hard. But when I check in on the alternative, we get to choose our hard. Right? Showing up in my own business from my an office in my own house at the hours that I choose with my daughter in the next room can be hard. Or going to a soul sucking nine to five job where I've got to drive an hour to get there, drop my daughter off at some kind of daycare or wherever, and then get home at six or seven in the evening spend an hour with her before she goes to bed, like that's also hard too. So checking in around allowing, if you allow yourself to give into those fears and to the excuses, what are you giving up? Maybe you haven't thought about that yet because maybe you're not in a business yet. Maybe you've thought about starting one. Maybe you just haven't taken the leap yet. Maybe you're not really sure of what you're missing out on. Uh, and if if that, is, if that is you, if you are in that position, I invite you to just um, to just take some some time, take a moment and just write down what could I be creating? What is the life I could be creating if I chose to dive into my own business? And start to create that vision of what you want. Because that is so powerful and that will keep you going. My vision has kept me going through all of the sleepless nights, through all of the fucking worries and fears and self-sabotage, procrastination, through all of that stuff. My vision has kept me going. And yes, there's been times where I've had days off, weeks off, whatever. When we meet ourselves where we're at and when we allow ourselves to truly take the time out that we need, We can then get back into it a lot quicker. We can then show up in our true power and as our most potent selves because that's what our audiences need. So these are my lessons from failing in business. So I hope these served you well. I would love to know, can you resonate with any of these? Drop into my DMs on Instagram at Carly and let me know if you can resonate with any of those lessons or any, any of those things that I've talked about tonight. I would also like to extend the opportunity for you to come and work with me one-to-one. I would like to extend the opportunity to you to find yourself in my energetic container where we can make true changes and true transformation in not only your business, but in yourself as well. Transformation that you're going to take into every area of your life, into your relationships, into your, if you're a parent, into your motherhood, into your finances, into your health. So if you are ready to quit struggling in your business, If you can relate to any of that stuff that I said earlier on in this episode where you're lying awake at night, worried about where your next client's going to come from, you're feeling overwhelmed, unaligned, or you just don't know what the fuck to do next in terms of strategy, please reach out. Okay, I have limited spots for one-to-one at the moment. I filled three spots last week, which was absolutely incredible. And all three of those women are just the most beautiful, soulmate ideal clients that I am so excited and so lit up to work with. So if you feel like this could be a good fit for you, drop me a message at Carly Hinges on Instagram and and reach out. Let's just have a chat. Thank you so, so much for listening. I had a lot of fun talking about this topic. So I feel like there might be some more kind of businessy episodes becoming weaved into the podcast. You never know, but thank you so much for listening guys. And until next time you have fucking got this. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. If you did enjoy today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you clicked on subscribe and gave us a five-star review so that we can help even more amazing women to find this podcast and raise their confidence through the roof too. If you haven't already joined, head over to the private Facebook group and join our community of incredible like-minded women at the Soulful Self-Love Squad. Until next time, babe, remember that you have got this.